Dispatches, a production of Blurb Inc., is an in-depth look at those living artistic lives. Each episode will feature photographs and audio interviews with narrative pioneers who have taken creativity and publishing in their own hands. From artists to authors, photographers to philosophers, Dispatches will reveal the faces and foundations of those who lead the creative way. Hello everyone, this is Dan with Blurb, and I'm in Bondi Beach today with Moshe Rosenzweig who is, I, I just practiced that name about 10 times. He's the festival director of Head On in Australia, which I think is not only the largest festival in Australia, I think it's one of the largest festivals in the world. Am I, am I right on that? It is. Apparently, we are number two. There's one, one bigger one in uh, Canada, in Toronto. Wow. And it, is that a photo festival or just a festival It's a photo festival. No, no photo festival. Photo We're fest- talking about second, second largest photo festival. We've got about 200 uh, shows 200 shows during the festival every year and 900 photographers before we get into the festival what's what's your background Where, where'd you come from and how did you end up in in australia um well my professional background is uh, i worked as a photographer and as a producer director well camera operator to start with and then dop producer director later on in in the piece and then started doing the festival in 2004 we started just with a small sort of competition portrait competition and then and then you know expanded it further but my background otherwise is uh, I'm from Israel originally I I grew up in Israel I worked there for a number of years as a photographer and as a cameraman for the Israeli television and did the war in Lebanon as a photojournalist and then got out of uh, out of Israel and did my my usual tours you know what 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 one does you yeah. know at a certain <laughs> age you know kind of wander around the world for about a year and ended up in Australia for a little bit of a rest and that's been extended now to 30 <laughs> years <laughs> wow and what was it about Australia that you that put the hooks in you well the practical one was that uh, I fell in love with someone and had a child. That's the sort of the very uh, practical, one. practical good, one. But but reason. before before this happened, it it was just I, I I kind of describe Australia as the last stop before paradise. So it's it's really an amazing place. That that's a really great description. And we've been I've been here now for almost two weeks, and my wife came with me on this trip, and it was probably this was our second time each for each of us here, and it was probably like the second or third day that. She looked at me and said, "We could, we could move here. Like this is, this is that good." And we, you know, I, I just keep thinking, "No, that's impossible." And then this morning at breakfast, we're quizzing the waitress who's from France. How do you get immigration papers to come to Australia? So right. I totally get it. And so, having a friend in the U.S. that has a photo festival that created and started a photo festival, I know how much work it is. And I think for him, it's like a full-time job for eight months. A part of me wants to ask you, why on earth do you want to do this? Because it has to be a monumental amount of work. It is, but it sort of crept on me, bit by bit. So at the beginning, it was just a, you know, one competition. It wasn't, it wasn't ah, nothing, nothing really. It's nothing. So you know, it took uh, you know, quite a, a number of very late nights, but I could manage to still do a job on the side. Um, that's photography job, which, as you know, some days yeah. you, you have a lot of time. Yes. 
Um, so there was, there was with that one, but then the festival, we got the festival and the festival just started as like, let's do a festival sort of thing. And, and we got together a few people and, and people said, ah, wouldn't it be nice to have 10, 12 galleries? I said, mm, I'd like to have a little bit more, maybe 20. And then anyway, we ended up with, I think, 65 or thereabouts the first year. Wow. It was massive, already Bec the first year. Because there were other festivals in Australia in different cities. Yes, there was one in uh, uh, WA, in, in, in Western Australia, in Perth, which was, I think at that stage, was running for two or four years. It was a biennial. Yeah. And there was a fantastic festival. Um, a little bit like the setup, the Isle setup, not okay. the size-wise, but it's a small town. It was in a small place, and you had a chance to meet people and talk to people and have coffee, and you know, with you know, everyone would be, you know, with, yeah. with each other constantly. It was a beautiful little festival. Um, they ceased to exist two years ago. So. Oh, that's sad. Yep. And then there was another festival in Queensland, which packed up. The director now is in LA, working in LA. Okay. Um, there was another one that sort of packed up. There's one in uh, Victoria and us, basically. And you, your first year you had 65 galleries. And mm. now, let's say, take last year, for example, how many I, galleries? I think we've got about 100 galleries, give or take, and about 200 shows. And plus a whole heap of other sort of, there's cafe, parks, uh, I don't know, wherever, buildings, office buildings in the city. So it's and anywhere. And is there a, a th an annual theme, or is it mm, wide open? It's wide open. The sort of... The philosophy behind started with the competition. And you're going to edit this? Maybe. Not? Maybe. Well, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more. You can cut it down later, otherwise you can keep it. <laughs> no, I like it. I, uh, this is all good. So the festival started from the competition, um, which was called Head On Alternative Portraits. Okay. And the idea was... We, we had a competition that was very large at the time, like had a big sort of, made a bit, a lot of noise, which was at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. And it ran for one year and I went to look at it and I thought, mm, interesting, but you know, it's the first year, you know, they, there's room, yeah. there's room to grow. And I didn't get, and I don't think I submitted, but. Anyway, the second year I submitted, I didn't get in, and you know I realized there's a whole heap of people that didn't get in because we got together. We had sort of the reject uh, yeah. <laughs> night. Yeah, the so fire, lit the, the fire. Yeah, so each one of us brought the picture that they submitted that did didn't not get, get in. in. And I looked at it and said, wow, this is amazing. There's so much great stuff here, and it didn't get in. You know, how, what can we do with it? So I called the gallery and I said, I'm happy to to run Salon de Refusé type thing. You know, these are the refused ones. These yes. are the kind of the rejects. Yes. I'm happy to run a show which will be sort of parallel to the, to the, to the real thing, the, yeah. the, you know, the main show. And they were not interested, you know. At the time I thought, no, mm, you know. But now I realize I just didn't have time. It was yeah. like five <laughs> minutes to midnight sort of thing, you know. Okay, you know, the last thing they wanted is to, you know, get into another, yeah. you know, project. So anyway. They said no. I thought, okay, no, that's, that's a good answer for me. And we just got together, you know, a whole heap of people sending emails amongst the photographers. 
and I contacted the gallery that I knew from my time in television and said, you're very lucky because I've got a cancellation in, in a couple of weeks' time. So within like four weeks or whatever it was, four, six weeks, we organized a show. Oh, wow. And we opened it one day before the art gallery opened oh, theirs. Oh, love it. <laughs> and we had hundreds of people. Like the gallery, not just the gallery, the, the, the footpath outside, the sidewalk outside the gallery was like hundreds of people. You know, the police, it was just around the corner from the police station. The police came around to see of what course. was happening because we literally blocked the traffic there. It was massive. So that was the, what it's, what, how it started. But the philosophy was... We're not interested in big names. You, know, you don't have to be a celebrity photographer yeah. and you don't have to be a celebrity sitter in order to be in this show. If the picture is good, we'll take we are you. interested. We'll yeah. take you. And that was like a mind shift at the time. Because that was like 2004. Everyone was into celebrities. Sure. Like maybe it was the beginning of celebrities rather than now it's like the norm, I suppose. Well, I think it was probably the merger of the internet really coming mm. on and becoming what it is and the fact that Hollywood continues to grow every year as a social mm. influence. Yep. And so that's the thing. Everybody wants to go to L.A. and shoot celebrities. And, you know, a friend of mine was going to do a book with a publisher and they said, um, oh, you want to do a book with us? You either have to shoot celebrities or nudes or nude celebrities. And I was <laughs> like, I think that pretty much sums up uh, sums it up right there. Yeah, yeah. It, so, so the festival really developed from that one so the name head-on came from that and you, you have you can imagine taking the gallery head-on moving head-on with different ideas that's great it was also portrait so it was appropriate to call it something with head so it was really the right name and and we developed the festival from that so with the same philosophy we want great work not necessarily by known photographers or celebrity photographers and and we are happy to have any subject matter so we keep this philosophy every year and this is how we choose the work so we ask people to submit the work and if we like the work and like is very sort of vague idea mm -hmm. basically if the work is good of high quality and usually has emotional sort of component like we can we can connect to it or the people who choose the work can connect to it then we'll include the work so we've got a group of people choosing the work and that's so that's really so the appetite for viewing photography in Australia it must be relatively high so when you open head-on is it what's the what's the audience I mean is it a mix of everybody in culture well we have got the openings are massive the literally hundreds of people we had 1200 people actually last year or the year before we had 2000 people it was a, a big venue in the city and we just couldn't stop people it's just massive that's a good problem to have yeah yeah true <laughs> <laughs> and the people that who are involved just crosses pretty much all sections of society so we've got the professional photographers we've got the wannabes we've got the uh, sort of you know yeah like amateur type people that do photography only on the weekend or whatever so so there's a whole range of people and now because we embrace this idea that photography is for everyone it's not photography is not for photographers it's, it's a bit like film festival when you have a film festival it's not just for directors producers and directors it's for the, the people the who consume consume sure. films watch right. films so our festival has similar philosophy this is, this is a festival for people who are interested in, in looking at pictures. Some of them also produce images. Right. And most of us 
and produce images these days because yeah. we have a, a mobile phone. So, so it's basically crosses, you know, through you know ages, backgrounds, everything. everything. So we've got lots of people there. Has the work that was is the work that's submitted today different in any way than the work that was submitted in two thousand four or five? Is it better? Is it more diverse? I mean, th there's been pretty significant technological changes since that time. Mm. And I see certain genres of work that I think have improved dramatically, strictly based on the technology. For example, behind us here is Bondi, Bondi Beach. Mm. The guys that I know that shoot surfing full time can now get in the water with a compact flash card that allows them to shoot hundreds, if not thousands of images mm. instead of reloading. That work to me has gotten better. While, as in, while other genres to me have maybe even in some ways suffered a little bit because of the technology, the lack of time being given and permitted for these photographers to work. So overall, how do you see the work today compared to 2004? I'm sort of trying to, you know, <laughs> rattle my sort of, you know, memory. Um, I think, I think this is not a huge shift in 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 the work the the thing that interests me personally and this is sort of the way that the festival is constructed to a large extent is looking at stuff that is sort of on the periphery of i'm not interested usually in the mainstream the mainstream can go to magazines and yeah. can go to i don't know on the internet there are enough places there uh, to show the mainstream stuff I'm interested in the stuff that's sort of pushing the boundaries. And because I, my background is photography, I want to see stuff that is a little bit edgier. So content-wise, I think the work that we used to show at the beginning was very sort of personal diary type thing. Okay. But now everyone does it. So we sort of lost interest a little bit in, in, that, okay. in that area. Um, not that it's not good, but... It has, it's visible now. Yes. We don't have to promote it. So we're trying to promote things that are a little bit more obscure and obscure not in a bad way, not stuff that is really left of center that no one, you know, yeah. there's like five people in the world that are interested in it. It's stuff that is just interesting that other people don't usually do or think of doing. So, you know, for example, a couple of years ago, we had uh, Ben Lowy. Sure. This is before he got his uh, cover, I think, in the in the in Time magazine using his mobile phone. We had a whole show called uh, "I Afghanistan," which was all about his work that he shot in Afghanistan on a, on a mobile phone. Yeah, he did. He did a book with us that I've seen come through Blurb that was shot from inside of like a Humvee yep. through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was another one that we did mentioning the Humvee. So we had the show. I think it was the first year. It was the first year of the festival in 2010. We had a show of Afghani photographers. Afghani from Afghanistan, yeah. not Afghani from not Australia Europe. or yeah, Europe yeah, yeah. or whatever. Total, the local, how they see their own country. Because I was interested to see what the people, the local people, how they see themselves and how they want to represent themselves to the world rather than how Western perspective see Afghanistan. Sure. So it's it's it's... It's sort of moving away from the National Geographic sort of I'm the explorer who is going to bring you amazing pictures from remote places around the world because I, I'm traveling around and you are sitting at home sort of thing. This is 150 years or whatever ago model. Right. And, and the media change in the last few years 
and because of mobile phone photography and because I suppose also because it, it's to do with the danger that oh, photographers sure. so a lot of publications don't want to send people their into people those places. into those places so, and and it's cheaper to access material from, from by the locals so there's a whole shift for a whole lot of reasons but this is the sort of domain that we are kind of moving around it's the stuff that is different and this is in photojournalism but we do the same in other areas of photography as well and is there do you have a specific goal with the festival in 2015 and is the goal different than it was for last year um look the festival it's pretty young it's pretty young we've been running now five years the portrait prize has been running for 10 11 years so we're still sort of building building the you know not the philosophy so much but the organization if you want okay. it's, it's almost it's almost dealing with the nitty-gritty of 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 having a festival together it's 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 a whole a whole lot of dealing with with contracts and dealing with galleries and dealing with photographers sure. and dealing with the almost the boring stuff but this is the sort of the the area that we we have to deal on a regular basis but to answer your question is there kind of a goal a mean, goal yeah. I, I, the goal now is we, we we have established the idea that Photography is important. Photography is going to stay. Photographers are going to keep having a role in society. Photography is important also for non-photographers, people who do it not professionally. And it's important to stop and look at great photography sometimes. So we are washed with images constantly. We see hundreds, maybe thousands of images every day. Sure. Most of it is crap. And most of it is to do with selling products sure. most of the time. The whole idea of the festival started with celebration of photography and to stop and look at photography and see what photography is good at and, and what, it's, you know, what it can deliver. In some way, way, shape, or form here, what the festival, perhaps the festival is doing is you're, you're curating. You know, you're, we're talking about this volume of imagery that we see on a daily basis, which is true. It's overwhelming. You can't consume it. And so in some way, the, what you guys are doing for the rest of us is to say, this is work that you should see. This is important. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I have to kind of uh, have a caveat to this one. We started pretty pure. At the beginning, the very beginning, we said, we are not curating. We are trying not to cu not to tell people what is good and 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 what is uh, what is worth and what is not worth seeing. We said, you know, we are going to present a whole heap of work, and you can go on and decide. Have, and decide because some people may like one thing and other people may like sure. other things. And we got quite a lot of criticism uh, with this attitude because we were very democratic. We said it's all inclusive. You know, you may be you may be an amazing amazing you know photographer with amazing work you've been doing your work for 30 years or whatever right <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's quite, quite a bit of quite a noise that's okay yeah. go ahead uh, so so you know there may be there, there may be photographers who've been working for 30 years big name photographers have amazing work amazing body of work you look at the stuff you know you, you, you stay in a gallery in awe and there will be do you want to? No, it's okay. And there will be a whole lot of uh, people who just started doing photography. Right. And, and they're not that good yet. They may be great in 30 years' time, but yeah. everyone starts 
somewhere and at the beginning they may not be that great but they still they still deserve to have space to show the work they still deserve to be seen and people still have the the right to look at this work and decide for themselves whether it's it's sure. it's there to their liking or not it's it's this is this is part of of developing a, a talent sure. you know you, you you don't start as as Leonardo da Vinci you have to start somewhere somewhere and be an apprentice maybe and and work with someone and 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 build and build build, slowly build. yeah and and the festival is has very important role in nurturing the talent and giving them a chance to show the work and giving them a chance to get feedback from the public you know sometimes the best feedback is to say this is crap don't show it so people know i thought it was great but i realized maybe Maybe move on yeah maybe i changed something and and obviously if there's great feedback you know even better Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time to uh, explain that for us and to spend a little time here in the Bondi Pavilion with all of the characters running around here, all the uh, ambient sound in the back. But I really appreciate you spending time doing that. Thank you. And good luck with Head On next year. I'm hoping to be here. My fingers are crossed. You will be here. May is the best uh, month of the the year in in Sydney. It's, It's the driest month. So... Well, I need every ounce of persuasion to uh, get Blurb to send me back here. So my fingers are crossed. Thanks again. Pleasure. Thank you.